Welcome to Amazing Minds Lab podcast. I am your host, Kali Alfaro, psychologist, author, and hypnotherapist. This is a podcast where we are going to look at creating the most amazing mindset for your wellness and success. We are going to look at understanding your mind, releasing negativity, fears, limitations, and allowing you to shine. I'm going to mix psychology with neuroscience, a little bit of spirituality, and a touch of cheeky to allow you to feel amazing. So buckle up and listen up. I am so happy that you are here. Hello, hello, my beautiful listeners. Thank you so much for tuning in. Wherever you may be, I welcome you with an open heart. And as always, I'm so incredibly grateful for your presence. Although today's title may be a little bit dark, I can assure you that the topic of today is going to be life-affirming and hopefully transformational for you. And this has come about as a result of me doing a little bit of research and reading, but also having a really fantastic chat with this incredible man that does a lot of research on sleep and death and dying and performance enhancement and all sorts of wonderful things that encompass our life. And so as as my usual pattern, I'm just going to dive right in and talk about death. And I'm going to start on a really, really beautiful personal note. Many of you that um, may or may not have read my book and that know me personally know that I was privileged enough to be present for my mother's death. Um, Now, my mum passed away in 2017, so a few years now, and it was completely unexpected. And we were so fortunate to be able to spend some time with her But the process of of death and dying was actually really beautiful, and that may seem strange. And there's a very specific reason why I want to talk about this. And that reason is when we have a greater understanding around death, we can create a greater sense of purpose and meaning in our life. So the conversation came about with this colleague of mine where so many people do things to avoid death, right? So many people avoid risky behaviors or, you know, they don't want to get sick because they're afraid of dying. And yet so few people do things to really live life to the fullest, to really feel that they have meaning and purpose. And this is so incredibly important. So I want to talk a little bit about death, not to be really dark and low, but with the viewpoint of giving us a greater sense of meaning and understanding of life. And so I come from a, from a really beautiful family and I'm fortunate enough to be able to sit around the table and have conversations with my immediate family about what do we want? What do we want when we die? What do we want in terms of if we have like an accident? Do we want life extending therapy? Um, what do we want? And these conversations, although they may be challenging at times, they're so incredibly beneficial and healthy because if something does happen, 
Other people don't have to make decisions for you. And I know that there are legal implications and sometimes you need to do um, paperwork to make sure that you put this in writing so that things are respected. But normalizing these conversations is so important in order to have healthy relationships because essentially we're all going to die, right? Um, At some point someone in your life is going to have to make decisions for you. And so what happened was when my mum suddenly got ill and we flew back home very quickly, we were fortunate enough to spend about a week with her before she passed. And in that week, um, I clearly remember my brother and I really just loving mum. So we got a playlist of all of her favourite music Um, I took all of these essential oils that she loved, all of the little sort of ornaments and and crystals and some of her jewelry that she really loved. And what we did was we created this space around her ICU room that felt really loving. And our purpose, although, you know, there, there were moments where, you know, my brother and I would sometimes look at each other and we would be about to burst into tears and we didn't want to do it in front of mum. So we would sort of go to a corner and have a cry or remove ourselves from the room. And it's, it's a very intense experience, obviously. But our intention was to really just fill that room with so much love and with objects and things that would activate her senses in a way we knew that would be pleasant for her. So sometimes I remember just lying on her bed, just putting on this playlist of music that I knew that she loved, and I'd be massaging her scalp and just bringing up memories of how how fun, you know, the last holiday was, or do you remember when we did this, or sometimes just simply lying there. Um, and she was in and out of consciousness, and it was actually a really beautiful experience. And one of the beautiful things that we we did as a family was we constantly said to mum, we're okay. If you need to rest and let go, let go. And there wasn't that holding on to the person for dear life. And mind you, we didn't have a diagnosis. We didn't have a prognosis. We actually had no idea what was going on. It was like she was going through multiple organ failure, but we didn't know why. She had been completely healthy. We had gone on the most amazing holidays six months prior. And so this really came out of the blue. So I know that every circumstance is very specific, but we all aligned with our intention of whatever happens we want to have this really beautiful love-filled experience. And I must say that I feel incredibly proud that we did that. And everyone in my family did that. We went in there. Everyone just loved on my mom. So she got to have this beautiful experience where she was so loved and so held and so accompanied in her last week that the moment that she decided to go, We were holding her and it was the most beautiful transition. And I feel so honored that she felt safe enough to let go. But moments leading up to that day, we had to have a lot of very difficult conversations in our family. 
um, difficult conversations about what type of treatment, what would we do, what wouldn't we do. And we were very lucky that we were all on the same page. And I know that a lot of families are not. But this also opened up conversations about what happens with us, with, you know, the living relatives, what happens if we were to go through this and getting clarity on, on what you stand for and what's important to you is really fundamental. And so we were able to have this really beautiful experience. And my wish for everyone is for you to have a beautiful experience of death to, to some point we can prevent it, but when the person's going to die, they're going to die. And so having greater clarity around this and being able to be on the same page, being able to disagree on things calmly, this is where really good communication comes into it. And in a situation like this, emotions are high. So it's so important to be able to have those discussions in a healthy, respectful way. And try and come to an understanding. And so let's kind of rewind. That's the death experience. Let's rewind to everything we do to avoid death. People get super fit. People get, you know, vaccinations. People have operations. People take vitamins. People like go on these incredible diets, right? So we are constantly sort of fighting and running away from death. But how much, and this is my question to you, how much of your life is actually satisfying and fulfilling? Because what's the point of having all of these life-extending procedures or precautions If you don't fully enjoy your life and the beautiful thing about death, it gives us perspective. It reminds us that a, we're all going to end up there and B, so many things that we were hung up on in life absolutely did not matter in that moment of death, right? So how can we begin to incorporate those aspects into everyday living? How can you, and I know this is like a little bit of a cliche, but how can you actually live today like as if it was your last day? How can you look after yourself, not from a space of fear of death, but from a space of genuine honoring that you have this incredible body, that you have this incredible life, and that you're going to make the most of it? How can you be the very best version of yourself in everything that you do, showing love to everyone that crosses your pathway? And that may be in a kind gesture, that might be a smile, that might be a word of affirmation. It could be anything. How can you actually do the things that you love to do on a more regular basis instead of waiting for the holidays, right? So how can we show appreciation and love to people throughout the year instead of milestone birthdays or hallmark stuff how can you actually be the person you want to be right here right now on a daily basis and some people might think that's hard and the only thing that's hard about that is your mindset so getting up every single day and aligning to your values getting clarity on what is actually important to you and living in accordance to your values, being 
that expression of the beauty of who you are and welcoming all of the beauty that life has to offer, all of the love that is around us, that is ultimately allowing your essence to shine. And that is what makes the world go round at the end of the day. So I want you to think about, and I was having this conversation um, with my colleague Ian the other day, and it was about, you know, people, when you, when you die, people don't think about that person had a Mercedes or they always had like really great hair. They think about how you made them feel. How did this, this person always made me feel friendly or welcomed or loved or supported. This person was really funny and I was always laughing with them. Every time we caught up, we were always, you know, on, on the edge of peeing ourselves from laughter. Um, I had a really lovely dinner with one of my girlfriends that I hadn't seen for a really long time. And we were laughing so hard that we felt that we were going to pee ourselves. So it's about how do you make other people feel? Also, how do you make yourself feel? So it's about feeling. This is the art of manifestation. You imagine how a sensation makes you feel. This is the art behind, you know, marketing as well. People don't market a product. They market the feeling that you are going to get when you get that product. You know, these faces of happiness when you get this product. And I want you to think about this lies within you. It is nothing external. This is something that I urge you to get to know yourself. I want you to live a beautiful, fulfilling life. So the day you actually die, you kind of go, you know what, that was totally worth it. There are no regrets. And if there are, they're minimal. And you know that there aren't many unresolved issues. You know that you're showing up. If there is a problem with someone, you have the courage to lovingly and respectfully bring that up. You know that you are, you have the ability to resolve issues. And this is where fantastic communication comes to the surface. This is where I want you to be honest with yourself. If you are honest with yourself, you are clear. You can have that honest communication with yourself, but also with others. So death gives us perspective. It makes us align to the meaning of life. And ultimately, everything is an expression of love. So I want you to think about, even just for today, how can you embody this expression of love? How can you allow yourself to have a mindset and for your life to represent a more loving experience? And start with yourself. How can you have more loving self-talk? How can you allow yourself to be your, your own best friend, your best coach? How do you speak to yourself? Would you speak that way to other people? What do you spend your time doing? And in your spare time, are you making the most of that? Are you genuinely living like as if this is your last day? How can you do things that maybe you only reserve for the holidays and sneak them in on the weekend if you have time? How can you reach out to people that maybe you haven't reached out to for a really long time and just say, hey, you know what, I was thinking about you. All of these things make us feel better about ourselves. How can we let go of the past so that it no longer continues to harm us? So many things that we can do to make today 
a better day, to make today a day that is more filled with love, with joy. What's the music that you love that you haven't heard for for a little while? Get it out. Listen to it. Have a boogie. Who's a friend that you haven't spoken to for a while? Pick up the phone. Give them a call and just say hi. Write an old-fashioned letter. Whatever it is that you're doing, I want you to go and think about, if this was my last day, who would I reach out to? Where would I want to be? And I know that you can't live every single day like that. I know that. It's unrealistic. But I am really encouraging you to think about the fact that at some point you are going to die, right? And that does not necessarily need to be a really awful, dark thing. It's just part of life, right? And I want you to live life. I don't want you to be afraid of that. So once again, and I've spoken about this in terms of your mindset, what is actually driving your behaviors? Are you allowing fear to drive your behaviors or are you allowing a sense of excitement to drive your behaviors and a sense of trust and confidence in life? So just have a moment of self-awareness where you can analyze what is it that is actually driving your behavior, right? And how can we have a more accepting and compassionate view that death is part of life? right? It doesn't necessarily mean that something incredibly wrong went. Death is part of life. And the more we can have these conversations around the table with the people that mean a lot to us, the more we get clear on it, the better, the better equipped we are going to be for when something like that happens. And like anything in life, the the more familiar you make it, And the less daunting it is, and the more we can normalize it, the better it's going to pan out in the moment that you have to deal. And this is with any challenging behavior, right? So I want you to get excited because every single day is an absolute blessing. And that is an opportunity for you to show up. What are the beautiful qualities that you carry? Are you particularly quirky or funny? Or do you have really great analytical skills that you could help someone with? What are these qualities that you carry that you sometimes don't express as freely and as lovingly as you could express? So think about those things. And welcome the idea that every aspect and every phase in life is exactly the way that it needs to be. There is a greater intelligence. There is this beautiful harmony and balance in life. And when we let go of the need of having to control absolutely everything, we can allow more room and space to actually go with the rhythm of our own lives and just flow more easily. And there is great freedom in that. And I tell you what, when you can tap into that freedom, you have a greater sense of joy in your life. So I hope this has inspired you to create more freedom, to let go of some of those things that we are all in some way, shape or form trying to control and allow our spirits to come to the surface and shine a little bit more easily, more gently, more beautifully. So with that, my dear listeners, I leave you 
hopefully inspired to have an absolutely beautiful day and maybe you need to reassess the meaning of life. So on that beautifully deep note, I send you all the most amazing energy for you to have the most beautiful day. And remember, your mindset is the most important part of your life. So create an absolutely amazing mindset. Thank you so much for listening. Until next time. The information provided in this podcast and the opinions expressed by Kali Alfaro and all guests are simply generic. They do not take any personal cases into consideration. They should not be treated as any type of substitute for psychological, medical or health conditions. This podcast is not intended to replace diagnose or treat any health condition all information provided is simply for general well-being and does not take any individual cases into consideration. Kali Alfaro takes no responsibility for any symptoms or consequences expressed as a direct or indirect result of this podcast. Thanks so much for listening.